0: Julie Hyde and I believe you can't be a leader of others until you are a leader of self. It all starts with leading you. So if you are ready to be the best leader that you can be, you're in the right place. I'll be chatting to a diverse range of leaders who will spill the beans on their leadership, how they changed the game, insights into their mindset and how they built the courage and resilience to be a modern leader with impact. Let's get into it. Let me introduce you to the gorgeous Fee Mims, who is renowned as one of Australia's leading personal brand photographers. Fee is passionate about working with female thought leaders, entrepreneurs and business owners to help elevate their brand and amplify their message in an authentic way, inspiring others to work with them. And over the last 10 years, Fee's work has taken her to Paris, San Francisco, Bali, Auckland and interstate here in Australia. But her favourite place to work is in her hometown of Melbourne. So welcome, Fee. Thanks, Julie. It's really lovely, exciting, all the rest of it, to be here with you. I'm chuffed. For those of you who know my recent photo shoot, it was done with fees. So now you know who to contact for awesome photos because I've just received the most amazing feedback on my photos fees. So we'll put it to you. So, really keen to dive into what you're doing today because you are so much more than a photographer and branding specialist. Like, there's so many dimensions to you but I always love to start with this question because I think it gives the listeners a really good insight into what's really important to our guests and so the question is if you were the leader of the world for a day what would be the three things that you would do?
1: I have been thinking about this. The first two things came to me really quickly. The third one I was stewing on for ages, Julie. The first one would be definitely around gender equality because that's a really big thing for me, that women have their place in society alongside men and are equal in all ways. So I haven't put specifics in there, but things like quotas in politics, equal pay, definitely just policies around gender equality. Really big for me. That's the first one. Second one access to healthcare for everyone, because I think that should be a basic human right. Oh, the third one was so tough. I ended up coming up with something a little bit different and quirky. I'm a mum of 13 year old twins, so I battle with social media. So I thought, wouldn't it be great if we could have iPhones or smartphones where it would be you could just take all the apps off? I know you can kind of do that, but you know, like phones where you just couldn't have them on. Or you could make it so much easier to remove those apps or put them back on because I find that is the biggest battle as parents. And having watched my kids and they've only had phones for like 18 months, two years now with their social media, I just feel that it is too young for them to be thrown into that world in terms of their emotional maturity and how they communicate with people and the effects that negative social media can have on them. So something around that. And, of course, gender equality is something that, you know, we've got International
0: Women's Day coming up and, of course, there's always conversation on the table about gender equality around the week or the month even, but it needs to be a continuing conversation and I'm so with you about that. We don't seem to be making the
1: progress, so I am, yeah... It feels that way, doesn't it? I think we are making small steps and any change in history has always taken a long time, hasn't it? But when you're in it, it can just feel so slow, particularly when you're the one being impacted. So um, we just have to keep forging on, don't we? Yes. And your access to healthcare has been quite a common
0: idea for people. So that's obviously really top of mind. And the social media apps and et cetera for your twins, I think you're not alone in your concern there to be leader for a day fee. (laughs) Now, one thing you did do, which I absolutely loved just a couple of weeks ago, is you declared 2023 the year of brand building. And I just really love that you just put it out there. So
1: why do you believe that this is so important? Well, Many reasons. I suppose I might first start with my story a little bit because, as you said, there's a lot of sort of dimensions, I suppose, to the work I do these days, but it all centers around personal branding. And first and foremost, I've been a personal branding photographer for coming up to 10 years now, although a photographer for about 20 years. And I mean, I was one of those typical small business owners that worked very long hours and always felt I wasn't getting anywhere and really wanted to grow my business. But you know, you plateau as a one to one service provider. I went through burnout and even though I loved what I was doing, I wasn't in love with my business, but I was doing personal branding for my clients. And suddenly I had that light bulb moment where I was like, I need to do this for my own business. And when I flipped that switch and started focusing on my own brand and showing up more and just having a clearer definition around who I was, what I do, who I serve and talking about it more everything changed in my business. That's when growth started to happen for me. So that is why I believe in the power of personal branding so much. And the reason why I have declared 2023 the year of personal branding is because it's always been important, but more than ever now, we need to rely on that connection we create with our audience and our followers to keep them in our community, to inspire them and to be there for them when... They decide they need what we offer. Um, And personal branding is the answer to that. And of course, the online digital marketplace was pretty saturated pre COVID, but now post COVID, it's elevated even more that noise online. So, to get yourself seen and heard is harder, and people's attention span is shorter. So, personal branding for me is how you can break through those roadblocks and still be able to market and promote what you do and to connect with people at the same time.
0: Yeah, that makes complete sense. And you're so right in terms of the marketplace is saturated. I mean, there are billions of us sharing so much information online at any one time. So it's like, why are people going to listen to you? I think one thing that you're really good at is you seem to be really, really clear on the problems that your key clients have. In not being seen, not being heard, as well as they should be.
1: Yeah, and I think the more clarity you can have around um, who you want to work with and what problems they are solving, you can talk directly to them. Through your messaging, which is all around your brand. So, look, I work predominantly with women, but men as well, on getting clarity on that area of their business because I find a lot of small business owners, you know, they feel lost. They don't know where to start. Social media is overwhelming. Marketing, just in general, and running a business is overwhelming. But I find once they get that clarity around, I call it their brand foundations, you know, the purpose behind their business, who they want to work with, and what exactly they do everything starts to feel a little bit easier for them because they have that direction and that focus. So I think getting those foundational brand elements for your business right is so important, but often it can be something that people leave on the back burner because we spend our time, okay, how am I marketing my business or what can I do next or I'll update my website, you know. And it is tough because there are so many things at any one time that we can work on in our business. But I think that's a really important piece that I find a lot of people I am working with these days when they work with me, it's like, I've realized that I can't avoid this any longer. (laughs) Now's the time, you know, they've been in business for so long, but it's like, okay, branding is important. I'll admit
0: it. (laughs) Absolutely. And you mentioned, burnout you know you experience that burnout and that you weren't in love with your business which you know I really I hate hearing that for people because I think it's incredibly important to be in love with your business because it is tough being an entrepreneur and you have to get through so many challenges and motivate yourself every day
1: so I think that's really really key and you know burnout is so common. And, look, I never had a day when I wanted to get up and do anything else, so just be clear about that. Like it was just that I knew it could be easier. It was just hard,
0: yeah. So from your work, and I know you've probably got a whole list, but what are the common reasons why people just don't want to show up or have a fear about it or, you know, People like me when they show up to your um, studio and
1: just feel like completely awkward. Some days I go like, why is it so hard? But then when you think about it, you're like, yeah, I totally get it because as soon as the focus is on us, all our vulnerabilities come up and we start to judge ourselves but we also start to feel like others are going to judge us and it's a term we're all really Uh, familiar with but imposter syndrome rears its ugly head you know who am I to be in front of a camera and to be out and proud about who I am what I'm doing and yeah you know and I think particularly our culture in Australia doesn't love that I talk about the tall poppy thing with my husband a lot you know and compare us to a country like America where they're like rah 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 you know yeah look at her look at her go she's awesome man whereas here (laughs) We're a little bit tall popping should she really be up there saying that you know and I think uh, whilst you know there's a lot more support amongst women and business owners to cheer each other on, we always have that fear that oh you know what are they thinking of me and all our imperfections come to the surface and we focus on what we don't love about ourselves rather than well hey I'm out here and this is about my clients you know focusing if we can flip that focus to, who we want to serve and the fact that if we show up we're there for them I think that changes a lot but it's really hard when you know you have to start showing up because it's just uncomfortable it's so much easier to just sit at your desk in your office and get the work done isn't it I relate to that like I'm the same even though I say you got to show up I always say to people I'm the first person who's you know who can resonate with how you feel because I was like that for years
0: and you're so right it is that vulnerability and the imposter syndrome and I think It's like, oh, I'll do it when I feel confident or I'll do it when I've done whatever it might be or when I've reached this level in my career or when I've done this. But it's like you're probably never going to feel confident. Confidence is an action and it's something that we have to do by stepping outside of our comfort zone, experiencing that discomfort. It's like, hey, I've done it,
1: all right let's do it again. Let's do it again. And I think Brene, it's Brene Brown who says you have to get comfortable with discomfort. And that's one of my favourite sayings, because you're right, you often won't feel fully confident, although you do gain confidence in your ability to do those uncomfortable things, don't you, over time? And I was talking about that with um, the women in my membership just last week, that you can't wait to feel confident exactly like you said, Julie, before you do something. You just have to take action and then with taking action comes that confidence. But that first step is so hard, isn't it? I remember when I first
0: like really started getting I far a lot more visible on LinkedIn and I thought, oh my God, what are people going to say? Oh my God, what if I don't get a like? what if people don't like my stuff? Or what if someone jumps on there and says something terrible? No one has jumped on and said something terrible. Yes, I've absolutely had no likes. It's, uh, and that's fine because people don't have to like your stuff physically, you know, press like, but people are seeing and they're noticing and, and I get feedback about that all the time. So it's just something that you just get used to, I think, like you say. I'm keen to understand because I'm very big on mindset and you mentioned something before about flipping the focus to your clients. So I'm keen to understand, is that one of your key mindset attributes that you adopted that enables you to push through challenging times or when you just don't feel like showing up? What would you say are your key mindset attributes that just keep you moving forward?
1: Yeah, I think that's a really good question. I would say definitely I try to think about my clients, but also just the big vision I have for my business. I think that's what keeps pushing me through. And again, I think that's part of your foundational brand stuff that you should really work on because if you have a really clear vision of where you want to go, that just becomes such a motivation for what you do in your business. Uh, Whereas if you don't have that big vision, it is so much easier to procrastinate or to not sort of take steps to move forward in your business. So um, my big vision is around my clients, you know, wanting to help women build successful businesses. So um, those days when I don't want to show up and I have them just as much as everyone else, part of it is just continually taking that action. And like we just said, it gets easier each time. And secondly, is just going, well, if I don't do this, I'm going to stay where I am and not help more people and not build my business and the life I want. So that big vision really motivates me, yeah. Yeah, I love it. And by the
0: sounds of it to me is you're really anchored to who you want to be and the impact that you want to make. So it's just really keeping that top of mind and not having the regrets Yeah, so looking ahead into the future, it's like, well, I don't want to regret not taking this action
1: because it could lead me closer to really fulfilling my vision. And I think there's a lot of power in just reframing, isn't there? Just, I use like tiny reframes all the time. Like, I know I can do this. I've done it before. Um, If I show up today and just help someone, then that's all that matters. So many little reframes that I think we need to continually tell ourselves. Yeah. And mindset is such a big thing, isn't it, in business? It's
0: huge and we're getting a good insight into yours (laughs) through our conversation feed which is really powerful. Do you have some tips that you could share about how people can really get their authentic brand out there? Because I know that's a key thing that you do around that real authenticity.
1: Yeah, so I suppose goes back to that getting that foundational piece right I mean obviously brand photography is a big part of my business and anyone I work with I always will chat to them and take them through certain questions that will ask them you know how would you describe your business you know in terms of what are your brand words how do you want to show up what's the stories you want to tell, who do you work with and how can you share your story with them through images just to sort of get people thinking about that and then I'll obviously help them in areas where they get stuck but I suppose that's the first thing it comes back to really understanding what you want to achieve in your business, who you want to work with, but also um, how you want to show up. Like, how do you want to inspire people as a leader, which, you know, your work, how do you want to lead people? And I think there's another side side angle, but leadership can be a, a scary word for people as well, can't it? Because leadership is like, oh, I'm not a leader, but just by showing up, you are leading people, you're leading your community. So how do you want that to look and what do you want to be known for? Obviously getting some personal branding images is a great way to show up with your authentic self. But obviously there's a way to go about that as well in terms of just being yourself is really important. So, you know, understanding what images will resonate with you and your audience, connecting with them through that imagery, but also, you know, not being afraid to elevate who you are a little bit as well, which is part of it in business. Doesn't mean you're being fake by just sort of elevating yourself a little bit. And sharing content, sharing your skills, your thoughts, your opinions on things—that's, I think, I'm sure you would agree—that's a really important part of developing leadership for a community. So there are some of the ways I think you can do it. But at the end of the day, it comes back to just being you. I think, in a personal brand sense. Exactly. I saw an amazing quote, and I'll butcher this,
0: but it was, you know, there's no point in trying to be someone else because they're already taken. Just be yourself. It's really connect, like you say. You know, number one, you know, just knowing what you stand for. Like, what are your foundations? And I know you ask around values. What are your values? Like, what's really important to you? Really connecting to that because I think, unfortunately, in our busy world, we lose connection to that all too easily. All of those foundations, and I think it's fantastic that you bring people back to that. You know, through your work and through your Shine Community and your Branding Bootcamp. I think that's an awesome thing that you do to get people really connected because it's really super important in terms of leading your work, whatever you do, whether you're
1: in a career or whether you're in a business. Yeah. Some of the women that come through my bootcamp program where we do that work, um, some of them are really established, but you know, it's important to remember that brands evolve as we do as well over the years. So, you know, I had someone who's really established in business and she went through it because she just wanted to revisit everything in her business. And she had some incredible takeaways. Um, so you don't have to just be a startup to do this work. You should always be revisiting it. Have my values changed? Has my mission changed? Like, cause we've changed, don't we? Just as we get older. Absolutely, and I think each year as you evolve, hopefully evolving and
0: growing, your your values might change. You might have your foundational values, but other things might become, you know, really important to you. Or if you experience a significant life event or something like that, so things change, and the images absolutely, it's got to happen. Do not have an iPhone photo. Oh, <laughs> you cutting out, you know, your, your, with your arm around some, one of your friends or whatever, with a silly pose, because, you know, when people are recruiting or when they're checking you out, of course, they're going to go to LinkedIn or Facebook or wherever you are and
1: check out those photos. Well, actually going back to your earlier question about what stops people from being visible, I didn't include this, but it's a massive one. Um, when you don't have a brand and that would probably, you know, a visual brand, let's say like a website and imagery that you're proud of, you don't talk about what you do. So that's one of the reasons why I advocate for personal branding imagery as well, because if you have images that you love and that do reflect you in an authentic way, you are so much more likely to actually share yourself, share what you do, put that on social media. Yeah. I hear that all the time from my clients, which is great feedback. So all those little bits and pieces come together to help you show up. Yeah, absolutely. So, are there any final thoughts that you
0: would love to share with our listeners today?
1: Oh, I maybe just reiterating that don't underestimate the power of your brand. Also, that branding isn't a quick fix. It's a long-term thing that never stops. So, put in the work, but then wait for the momentum to build as well. Because I think sometimes we get impatient in business and we want things to happen straight away. And branding really is an evergreen thing. Like, you know, you do the work, but as we've been saying, you just always evolve and keep working on it. But if you do that work to start with, it does pay off in the long run. Don't be scared to show up. <laughs> People are out there and they want to what you offer. They need you. Um, like you said, Julie, about showing up on LinkedIn and not getting any likes, we've all been there, but we have to trust that there are people watching and listening. And, you know, you and I would have plenty of times scrolled and watched or listened to something, but not actually hit that like button. You just take it and then you keep moving because that's the world we live in. So you have to trust that people are watching and listening to you and enjoying. The people that need you are enjoying what you're putting out there and just yeah, be proud of who you are. Be proud of who you are. Believe in yourself first.
0: 100%. And that's a beautiful way to finish because that's where it all starts is that belief in you. It's only owning you, all of your strengths and all of the things that, you know, we're, we're not perfect, we're imperfect humans. So just embracing that and just moving forward because, like you say, the world wants to hear from you the world needs you your community needs you so absolutely and in talking about you know people need you feed so I'm going to be sharing all of your um links so where people can get in contact with you with the show notes and you know thank you so much for being with me today and for sharing all of your insights around this and thank you for being the leader that you are
1: oh thanks for having me Julie and letting me talk about what I love doing Thanks, Faye.